1: Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I remember when we were raising our kids and the boys were, oh, let me think, probably six, seven, eight, all the way through maybe 14, 16 in that range. These are what I call the golden years. <laughs> I love it. I just love, I actually, I think the golden years are probably like seven to 11. Kids are so precious at that age, aren't they? They're old enough to follow your rules, and yet they're old enough to talk to them and enjoy them and just have fun with them and teach them so much, little sponges. Anyway, during some of these golden years, I had some goals. We had a home, and our house had some trees around it, surrounded by a a tree-lined driveway, and then a little bit of space in the backyard. And so I said, I want a bonfire. I want a fire pit. So we did. We we put in a fire pit, and then I said I I want the boys to have a treehouse space, and there was a treehouse on the property, very cool. It had like the uh, secret uh, hiding place in the floor of the treehouse, very fun. So the boys had like a money box in there and they could hide stuff. And then what was really fun was the fire station down the street from our house. They donated a fire pole to my husband. They were like, we're getting rid of this fire pole. Do you want it? I don't know how that happened. But anyway, my husband installed a fire pole. Very cool. So it had a ladder on one side. It had a little deck around it. We, I think we, we stained it. I don't know if we added the deck. I mean, this tree house actually had like real little sliding windows. It was very cool. And, and then it had the fireman's pole and all, all this stuff. So, so the tree house and, and then I decided, and this is just a mom thing, but I wanted a pool table in the basement. And I wanted the boys to have a pool table, dartboard, some things. And I found a pool table that was used through our friend, and he sold it to us for $300. And it was like, I don't know, an $1,800 pool table. Very cool. It had the cover on it and everything. And to this day, uh, my one son loves to play pool. Why why did I have these goals? Treehouse, bonfire, pool table. Well, I wanted the kids to be at my house. I wanted their friends to be at my house. I wanted them to have memories at home. And so I wanted all the cool stuff to be there. I wanted to be that popsicle mom. You know, I wanted stuff, food in the crock pot, and they they would come in the kitchen and eat these big meals. Because for me, that was part of my vision. Part of my vision was uh, I might be in the kitchen cooking or or doing whatever, but I knew that they were on the property. I knew they were in the basement. I knew they were out doing a bonfire or playing in the treehouse and having their friends. They even did sleepovers out in the treehouse and all this stuff. So for me, the why behind the goal to these things was I wanted our home to be a haven. I wanted our home to be a safe place. I wanted it to be a fun, happy place. And... The other why behind my goal, I didn't, I was not into all the electronic things, and I know I, that's a losing battle today. I get it, but I really wasn't. I wanted kids to use their imaginations. I wanted them to get to play and till they are so hot and sweaty and and you know come running in the back uh, back of the house and slam the back door and get a glass of lemonade. For me, I wanted my kids to have a childhood. And I think that's so important today, isn't it? you know what is a vision or a goal that you have for your family and I you know I didn't achieve all of it and they still had some video games and but for the most part, I have to say I'm really proud of my boys because they loved to, to be out in nature they love to you know hike and and do all those things, and I think that's part of it they're part of being at home and and having the those trees and and all of that so i hope I hope. Some of it stuck, and I can see little glimmers of that. So the the first question that you have to ask yourself with your goal is why? Why? What is your reasoning for success? What are you trying, the why behind what you're trying to accomplish? It says in Acts 26, 12 to 15, On one of these journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priest. About noon, he King Agrippa, as I was on the road, I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, blazing around me and my companions. Now, this is this is Paul, but at the time he was called Saul. Verse 14, we all fell to the ground and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It's hard uh, for you to kick against the goads. And then I ask, who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, the Lord replied. I love this passage because Saul, I mean, what, he was holding the coat while they stoned Stephen. He was persecuting the church. He didn't care if Christians died. He he just, he was. And here he is. He's on the road to Damascus. He sees this bright light and Jesus says to him, why, Saul, 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 why do you persecute me? Later, his name was changed from Saul to Paul, and his life was changed from Saul to Paul. And we all know that, of course, and how he ended up being the most incredible advocate for the Lord Jesus Christ. But the question I have, and what does that have to do with, with goal setting and the why behind goal setting? It's, it's that we need to ask ourselves this question. Why are you living the way you're living now? You know, why was Paul living the way he was living then? And where do you need Jesus to come in and meet you that you might make such a total change and go in a different direction? That's what happened with Paul. God met him. He was living a certain way. He was he was misbehaving. He was doing these things and God met him. And then he totally changed his life and he began going a different direction. I think with goal setting and the why behind it, you have to really get to the root. You know, why was Saul persecuting Christians? And now, why did he want to go bless Christians and make Christians, even of the Gentiles? We have to ask ourselves those questions. Why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, maybe your goal is physical and you have to answer the question, why have I been eating myself into oblivion? You know, Or why am I damaging my body intentionally? Or why am I so lethargic and lazy and I never move my body? Maybe it's your marriage and that is you have a marriage goal. You have to answer for yourself the why. Why have I been treating my spouse with contempt or so snappy and, and backbiting or, or unforgiving or, or whatever it is? And and now I want to go a different direction in my marriage. Maybe your goal is to get to know the Lord better this year and you have a spiritual goal for prayer or for Bible reading or for attending church or or tithing or giving or whatever your spiritual goal is. You have to first step back and ask yourself, why? Why don't I read my Bible? Do I really care more about watching a Netflix binge series, you know, binge binge watch on Netflix? Is that why? I don't really want to read my Bible because there's no time to read my Bible. I'm always watching Netflix, you know, or, or, or go back and say, why? Why don't I pray? Maybe I don't understand prayer. Maybe I don't know that it's just really talking to God and, and it's just a misunderstanding. So that is my challenge for you. I want you to go back. I want you to go backward before you set your goal and ask yourself, why? Why am I the way I am and why do I want to set this goal and make a big, big change? So let's keep reading in the story about Saul to Paul in Acts 2619 to 20. It says, so then King Agrippa, he's just telling the story to King Agrippa about his testimony. You, you can read this in Acts 26. Uh, so Paul says, so King Agrippa, Agri- I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. First to those in Damascus, I went and then to those in Jerusalem and Judea and then to the Gentiles. I preached that they too should repent and turn to God and demonstrate their repentance by their deeds. Wow, what a powerful testimony. And I, I just love reading all about Paul's testimony, and he gives it so clearly to King Agrippa in Acts 26. But he's he's challenging us, isn't he, in his testimony. He's saying, I'm, I'm also hoping that those that others would repent, turn to God, and we would see it by their deeds. So ask yourself this question. What do you see yourself doing? What goal do you actually, vi- can you actually have a vision and see yourself doing it? And why? Why do you want to do it? And why do you want to make the change? So maybe if it's, let's, let's brainstorm for just a second. Maybe it's a parental example. I want to be a better parent. And you want to cook at least two meals a week and sit down at the table at least three times a week with those kids, a family of six. That's a beginning start. Why do you want to do that? You want to do that so that you can look at your kids in the eye, so you can have a conversation, that you can bond around the table. Why? You want to eat healthier meals. You're tired of going through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru every single night after practice. Maybe your why is I want my kids to know how to put a napkin in their lap, how to use a knife to cut their food, how to have a, a nice drink glass and not just a paper cup, and so that we can know how to behave ourselves at a nice dinner. Maybe that's your why. I don't know. But that's a parental example of a goal that you might set and ask yourself the why behind it. So your, whatever your goal is, think about it right now. Maybe you have a physical goal for yourself. Maybe you have a marriage or a parental goal. Or maybe you have a spiritual goal. But I want you to make it smart. So what is a smart goal? A smart goal is specific A SMART goal is measurable. A SMART goal is actionable. A SMART goal is risky. It has a timeline. It's exciting and it's relevant. So back to our example of the parents. For me, that was one of my goals. And it was specific. I wanted us around the table. I actually wanted cloth napkins. I wanted my kids to know what it was like to have a cloth napkin in their lap. I used nice silverware. I wanted them to have something besides a paper plate, it was measurable. Yes, so many days a week, I want to sitting down. It was actionable. We're going to sit down. This is the time. Ask yourself those questions. Is this relevant? Is it workable? Is it doable? And ask the why, the why behind. Am I setting a SMART goal? <laughs> There's so much in there, isn't there? Oh, I love it. I love looking at Paul and how he changed his whole life. And you too can change your whole life. And that was when Jesus showed up and transformed him. And God, he wants to show up for you and transform you as well. Well, you are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. It's been a great day, but it's going to get even better. My husband, Pastor Doyle, is coming. And we're going to talk about goals with him. He's on the next section of the show. It's a special thing. Usually, I have all the girls, but I'm so happy to have my husband with us. I love the pastor's wife life, and I'm so proud of my husband, Pastor Doyle Jackson. Maybe one of your goals is to read through the Bible, and you can do that with him. And I even have that on my website. So go to jenniferjackson.com if you want to read through the Bible this year, and that's your goal. You can do that with Pastor Doyle Jackson. I'm Jennifer, and you are listening to Simply for Women